Hello ladies and gentlemen, it's been a while. This is Cornelia Brown with the Red Rose Conquers Marketplace. And today I want to talk to you about diversity. In this day and time, it is so important to truly revisit how you are running your companies, how you're running your team. And if you are truly a place where people of all shades and flavors are able to thrive. Now, this is the key. We, we use that a lot. I don't want to just survive, but I want to thrive. And I want to encourage you to take a look how your place of business really, truly is. What are people saying behind the scenes when they're not up front to each other? How are the leaders interacting with certain leaders? You know, the Bible says, paraphrased here, that there's safety in the multitude of counsel. Now, let me tell you the way I interpret that is that multitude of counsel should be people from all walks of life, people of all skin colors, people that come from different backgrounds. And when you begin to talk to them about do you feel that you have the same opportunities that you that the other person has? Or do you feel that someone is more privileged? And when that person speaks up and speaks out, that they are safe that they have done so. The only way for true diversity to happen in all areas of life is to allow the people to truly truly share from their perspective, from their experiences, and then those that hear it to have an open heart and have the willingness to change something, change something in their mindset that they've been taught all of their life. In this season right now, everything, everything is different. And those that are insisting that they want life to continue on like it was January 1st, 2020, those are the ones that have the hardest time. If someone says to you that you are this and this and this and this, so let's use the word racist. Instead of just rejecting it, Maybe you should examine and hear that person out why they're saying that. If someone says that you're not open-minded, instead of just rejecting that, hear that person out. Then speak to others how they see it. And again, you know, here is one of the things that I want to encourage every leader to understand, and every person really, not just leaders, if you have not walked in that person's shoes, you may not have the right perspective about it. So, but an open mind where you are attempting to understand, and not just attempting, but have a deep burning desire to understand, that, that deep burning desire to understand what someone else is going through, there's empathy. 
there, there is where empathy, that's where, where the understanding that we all need to have for one another lies. So in order to have true diversity and let's talk, you know, different shades of humanity, I only believe in one race, the human race, by the way. That's hard for some people to understand. And even, listen guys, the government makes us check boxes and sometimes says that it's for our own good. But let me tell you, labels are a dangerous thing. A dangerous thing. And to label different races is a dangerous thing. Because here we go. What race are you? And is one race better than the other? What have you been taught? What have you heard from beginning as a child? Are you less than? Will you always have to take the short end of the stick? So now you are growing up angry, distrusting. And then you see, you're not only hearing it, but you see it and you're feeling it. Or have you been told that they are not as good as we are? That they are less than? That they should never be on the top because they're going to mess everything up? And then you have the clashes that happen at the workplaces. Especially if people lived in areas where they withdrawn and, and self-segregated. And most of you that know me, you know how I feel about this. Yes, I too go through my own issues. Because if I go into a monoracial work environment, and by the way, I am a business builder. So I am, you know, work with at-home-based businesses most of my life. And I go into a monoracial environment. People judge me as that. And then they begin to see my family. And oh my God, suddenly they believe that we are different species for some reason. And here the trouble begins. So... Even that has its own pair of shoes. If you never walked in it, you probably would never understand what I'm talking about. But if you have a monoracial business and you want to desire to diversify it, you have to educate yourself. And education, yes, you can read a book and that may open a few little areas. But can I tell you, it will only come by interacting with people and truly begin to ask those hard questions, having those tough conversations that you're not going to want to hear. You're going to want to reject it and not accept it. And let me tell you, having a diverse place where you telling people you must tolerate it whether you like it or not, you're always going to have issues. You have to create a place where everyone can thrive because in a place of tolerance, people from other places and spaces are just barely surviving. They're making an income, but they cannot really thrive because every single time that particular subject of race comes up, 
you have the undisclosed conversations. So people are only going to say so much because they don't trust that they are not going to be fired from what they really want to say. And then you have the in the closet racist that will never say that their workplace because they want to keep their job too. They want to give the appearance and they will tolerate the situations and other people of other colors, but they will never accept them. And let me tell you, that's a horrible, 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 terrible illness, disease of society and in the workplace. A place of acceptance where you put the same value on the other human being that you believe you have. And you desire to right all the wrongs that have been put out there by leadership. First of all, I had one of our young pastors, what an incredible, incredible young man. His his name is Pastor Juwan. And greetings and shout out to Pastor Juwan Benjamin. He said something the other day, and I want to tell you that too. What are you willing to lose in order to make things right what are you willing to lose as a leader to help others to not just be able to barely survive but to truly thrive what are you willing to walk away from who are you willing to walk away from what conversations are you not going to engage with and if it's wrong you're going to call it out not even fight about it because you don't you yourself don't even understand it but you know it's wrong so you're not going to engage with it and you're not going to tolerate racism just so you can keep that person that seemed to have all these gifts out of your workplace. But you're going to create an environment where everyone feels I have the same opportunities. And when that person is not thriving, you're not going to make a judgment call just, just based on what you see on the surface and what that person is exhibiting on the surface because they've been through so much all of their life. And they had to deal with such evil, demonic things that they have never even learned to trust that they could thrive. So I'm challenging everyone. What are you willing to lose initially to help your workplace to thrive? What are you willing to cut away? You know, um, my place is called the Red Rose Conquerors Marketplace. I run multiple businesses. I always have teams. And I always make sure that we have a diverse team. And let me tell you, that is hard, that is tough, because I miss it too sometimes. But we're going to have those hard, tough conversations. Because I want everyone to have the ability. And when I have to answer to my Lord and Savior, when I get to heaven, when I have to answer, did you just 
want to make money off people and just help them to barely survive? Or did you create an environment where everyone can thrive? Where people can begin to trust that you're willing to lose everything. And let me tell you something. That doesn't make, make me great. I, I'm outspoken anyway, so I get cut a lot of times. I get censored and cut all the time. Ask the people in my ministry all shades and flavor. We've been cut all the time. Because the tough, the tough conversations people don't want to have. They just want to have a level of tolerance where it seems to be peaceful. But let me tell you, the war is raging. Raging. I get so passionate about that. Because we've been saying it all along. We've been telling people all along. For 12 years when we started the All Shades and Flavors. And we've been kicked out from everywhere. Even my book, Black and White Makes Brown. And by the way, there's not a plug for you to buy it. I send it to you for free. I copy and paste whatever I need to do. We've been talking about this. It is t time to be real with ourselves. And it is time to be willing to have truly those wishy-washy conversations that just bring a level, a fraction of tolerance and remove that and have an atmosphere of thriving for all nations of the world, for every shade and flavor of humanity and leave the judging up to God because human judgment is flawed, guys. Every leader, I don't, I don't care if you make millions. I really don't. How did you get them? What did you step on and step over to get there? And if you didn't step on, if you didn't look away, if you didn't do silence, kudos to you. Kudos to you. But if you really examine yourself and you did, and you've been taught to do that, now... Is revelation time. Now is the time of reckoning. Now is the time to take a closer look. And I want to challenge you to be brave enough to look at your organizations today. Can I come into your organization and you meet my husband and my family, all what people call interracial that I reject and do not tolerate? We are one human race. Do you accept every single one of us? Because I'm running my environment, guess what? So my family can thrive. Are you the owner of a hospital, private hospital, public hospital, whatever you call it, and every doctor, every nurse, every worker in there can truly thrive no matter what shade and flavor they are? Are you providing that type of an environment? And now I'm going there. Are you a church, a place of worship where you are willing to take a closer look, a true closer look, And take on that responsibility that every shade and flavor in your church has the ability to thrive with all their gifts, 
heavenly gifts that they have been given without the added issue of what skin color they are. Are you? Are you ready to have those conversations? And kudos to those that are speaking up and speaking out, not in anger. Hey guys, I'm, I'm so beyond, I used to be angry. Oh my gosh, hurt and angry. Yeah, yes, I have. But that's not helping anything. I'm speaking to you in, with courage of a 60-some-year-old. I'm going to be 61 this year old. I've been around for a little while. To let you know, I heard the conversations when you didn't know my husband was African-American. I know which events, which Thanksgivings, which places I wasn't invited to because people were nervous I'm going to bring my husband and my family. I know. And you know what? I'm working on the level of forgiveness. I'm an elder. I'm working on it. It's the hardest thing. It is the hardest thing. But we have to be at a place of reckoning. When you have that conversation with another leader of any kind, whether it's a spiritual leader, whether it's, it's running a business from at home, or if you're big, huge corporations, And you hear the other leaders saying things that's wrong and that are, and say we need to tolerate, then that should be code. Tolerating, it's, that should be code to you. There is a place of danger because that person is not accepting. Yeah, I'm not going to change that. And I don't know what's going to happen to this podcast. Because again, we are used to it. I have listeners that's been following me for so many years. I have listeners, they know what has happened. You know what has happened. My websites have been shut down when we tried to get our books out. Every single book I've written is about multicultural life. Whether it is spiritual Then black and white makes brown. That's my my family. Then we have for the multicultural child. What happened? Every single publisher sent back messages to me that they've been attacked because people would attack them so they can attack me every single time. My website designer said he never had a website attacked so much until he took on my cause. And he couldn't take it anymore. And he dropped me. He said, it's too controversial. I don't want it. I don't want your stories, guys, 12 years ago, to affect every other book that's being written. What are you willing to lose? What are you willing to lose? My next sessions, it's going to be White privilege denied. Okay? So, and black access denied. And actually, I'm going to change this to white privilege revoked. I have white privilege until you meet my family. I have white privilege in business world, world until you meet my family. 
is not angry is a fact. I have white privilege when I drive down the road. And people say, what are you talking about? Can you stop that white privilege stuff? Let me tell you, for you to have a diverse workplace, you need to learn what that means. I have it when I drive down the road, unless my grandchildren are in the car. Unless my husband is in the car. White privilege revoked real quick. This got to stop. We are here to create an atmosphere of thriving for everyone. My family is not an interracial family. We are all of the human race with a different hue, with different upbringing, with different types of hair, with different eye colors. Except for me, I have one that is brown and green and God knows what other color. Why are we so stuck on labels? If we cannot stop the labeling of people, we will never stop the racism. We will never stop the privilege for some. Only some. I want to encourage you to examine those things. I hope you're not going to dump this podcast. I hope you're going to listen. I hope you hear my heart. And if you want to have a conversation with me, I am open to it. Text me first and tell me why you're reaching out to me. Okay? Text me first. But my name is Cornelia Brown. I'm the author of Black and White Makes Brown of Constance the Little Angel Wants Curls, of all, he died for you and me, he died for all shades and flavors of humanity. If you want to have a conversation with me, if you want me to come out and have a conversation at your workplace, if you want to have a conversation at your church, and you're brave enough to dig into this, Text me 404-786-0873. I want to help you to go from barely surviving to everyone having the opportunity to thrive in wherever you are in your life. And if you're already doing it, I celebrate you. If you already are attempting that, and even if you're failing in certain areas, and but that is your deepest burning desire, I celebrate you. And I pray that people will come your way that's going to see the mission that you are on, and I want to undergird you. I want to undergird what you are doing. I'm excited and I'm nervous all at the same time. This is our time of reckoning. This is our time of bringing full awareness and what the young people, I don't even know if they still say that, to being woke, being woke, to not allowing racism to continue on ever again. 
Have an incredible, amazing day.